to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh hey, hey, if you are obedient you are calling the bible alaba shake bredo so kodo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 i feel the anointing to teach this thing the light if the light goes on it's not enough for the light to go on the bible says the light shines it shines no my light will not just go on hora basakala mashida bahaya mambro dosagida haya no my light will not just go on it's not enough that you clear you have to be excellent your light no 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 it's, it's not enough that you feel perfect and he has put all things under his side under his side John chapter 16 we're just going to study something there in John chapter 16 there are some things that the Lord Jesus Christ taught about the nature of the world and uh, so John chapter 16 verse 33 I want us to take time studying the scripture for a reason I'll quote it but I want to look at it I have told you these things so that you may have peace in me someone said I have peace then he says here on earth you have many trials and sorrows mm-hmm. but take heart because I have overcome the world now at this point Jesus is talking to his disciples he is talking to his disciples he is not talking to everybody in the world he is talking to to the disciples and he tells them that in this world you have trials and you have trouble but then he tells them to take heart because he has overcome the world But earlier on he was telling them something again. He says, um, if you were of the world, the world would love you. But the world cannot love you because you are not of the world. So the world does not naturally love you because there's something different about you. You need to know that the world does not love you. Um, never expect the world to love you. Never expect the systems of the world to cheer for you, to be rooting for you, to be your super support system. You are joking. If you're a Christian, you're going to land yourself in serious depression if you're expecting the world to just understand you and be there for you. It's not going to work. So you need to know your place in relation to the world. You have to know that the world does not like you naturally. Jesus Christ said, 
the world would have loved me and you would have known that the world should also love you. But the world never loved me. And a servant is never greater than his master. Jesus was calling himself a master. So he says, you cannot be greater than me. If me, with one time they wanted to kill Jesus and Jesus was like, for which of the miracles do you want to kill me? They said, oh, it's not any of the miracles. We just want to kill you. <laughs> they didn't even explain yeah. why they wanted to kill him. Jesus asked them, for which of the miracles are you killing me? But you know, uh, just look killable. That's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you are a believer, you just look killable by the world. They just don't like you. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So this is why sometimes I tell people, you, 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 you need to be careful what you, what you expect from the world. Because you'll be out there at your workplace expecting your boss to love you. But you find you've not done anything, but you're just offensive. Anybody who does anything, they do not shoot at them the way they shoot at you. Mm-hmm. You just breathe. Eh? I found you breathing. Instead of working, you're breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to know your place, that the world does not like you. That's very important. One day, the enemy was talking to Jesus, and he said, this world was delivered to me. He showed him the kingdoms of the world and the glory of that of the world, the glories of them, the excellence, like in the Amplified Version calls them, the excellence of the world. He showed Jesus in the twinkling of an eye the kingdoms of this world, the excellences of their glory. And he says they were given to me. That means they are under the control of the enemy. That's one thing you should understand about the world. Okay, the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that the God of this world, okay, so there is a God the God of this world, uh, Jesus Christ also speaking of him, says the time has come for the prince of this world to be judged. Other versions say the evil genius of this world. Okay? I don't know why, but every time I think of evil genius, I think about Mega Man. <laughs> the evil genius of this world. Even his philosophies. That's a weird cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mega Mind is like, what's the purpose of evil if good is not there? So there must be good so that evil can have a purpose to fight it. And that's the purpose of evil, so that it can fight good. So anything good, the world, because it's evil, and there's an evil genius, he doesn't have power. He's just evil in the mind. Because remember, the Bible says we are not unaware of his devices. The Bible doesn't call it his power, mm-hmm. meaning there's a way he thinks. He plays around with laws. And a lot of times when he wants to frustrate believers, there are certain things that he does. He intimidates them. One of the things that he does is in, he intimidates them. He shows, he shows them people who are more successful than them in the things of the world. The other thing he does is he causes them to be disobedient to the word of God. I'm telling you how the enemy f- defeats many people. He causes them to be disobedient to the word of God. One day, Balaam was told to go and curse the children of Israel. And when he went, he tried to open his mouth. He couldn't. So he went back and said, I failed. Then he was asked, why? The Moabite came asked him, why, can't you, why couldn't you curse them? He says, because I cannot curse that which the Lord has blessed. It's impossible. He tried to open his mouth. He couldn't. So what he did, because the Bible says there's no witchcraft and incantation that can work against the house of Jacob. Yeah. See that? So what he did is he taught them to fornicate to eat food sacrificed to idols, to violate themselves, to become disobedient to the purposes and the commands that God has set before them. And so when they taught them that, there was a plague against them. And over 24,000 of them died. See that? So there is a way 
Sometimes when the enemy notices that he can't come at you a certain way, he has got devices. He will find ways, he begs, he will find means and ways. This is why the Bible, when it's talking about warfare, warfare is not just binding and loosing. When you look at the full armor, there are so many things involved in order, and all those are just in order for you to fight a good warfare. And part of it is the truth. You have to know truth. Then you have to walk in faith. Then you have to put on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. Then you have to have the sword of the spirit. So there are things involved in doing warfare. It's not just fire, 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 fire. Then when you go out, you have a lying tongue. You need to know. That's why the Bible says, if you want to win this thing, you have to put on the full, the whole armor of God. You don't have the belt of truth, but you've got the sword of, of the spirit. How are you going to be fighting? You want to strike? <laughs> so when we talk about doing warfare, you have to learn the full armor of God. So there's a way that he does. He'll make you violate the laws of God. Some people still struggle. I know, I know, tithing is an Old Testament principle. Okay. Cease. <laughs> It doesn't matter whether you're praying or not. It's about the God who's there with you. Okay. <laughs> this is how people now say things like, oh no, I'm not making money out of this industry. Maybe I should join the secular world. Did God ever give you your gifts to sing for purposes of money in the first place? Say, so, oh no, why are we losing Christians to the secular world? It's because we're not giving them money. So if someone leaves, if someone leaves the church because they are not paying them and they join, I wanted to mention this. <laughs> they join some group <laughs> to go and sing there. Why were they in the faith in the first place? Was it to make money? How were you led to Christ? I received Jesus Christ as my money maker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it means to receive Jesus as Lord? People don't know this. Many of them receive him as Savior because they're afraid of hellfire. But they don't know what it means to have. You know, some people, it takes them five years to know that Jesus is their Lord. They know him as their Savior. They said, I receive him as my Lord and Savior. But they really received him as Savior. Then, Lord, as they go on, maybe one day, you don't know. So the world does not like him. That's what I'm, not, I'm trying to tell you. Because it never liked Jesus, our Lord. Imagine everything he did. Then they, they said, we're going to stone you. Why? For which miracles? That, ah, no. Just. <laughs> the world can make you fail. Just. For just, for just. You can't, you tell, I don't understand why they're doing this. Because you're not of the world. This world belongs to the evil genius the system of the world has been corrupted and listen this is what i'm trying to tell you here i'm telling you this to tell you this everybody who put this world in its place forced it remember because the world did not like jesus it doesn't like you it doesn't like your mentor doesn't like your face doesn't like your guts doesn't like your prayer attitude. It doesn't like you. But you are living in it. So if you are going to do anything sensible in this world, you will have to follow what I'm going to tell you today. Jesus said in this world you will be frustrated. He told us, which is something that many of us preachers maybe are going to say. 
says in this world you'll be frustrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been there where you just don't understand what's going on? There's a greater purpose behind it. There are demons sometimes just placed around to watch you. They've failed everything. So what they've done is frustrate the systems around you. Everybody who succeeded in this world forced it under their feet. And I'm going to show you how. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready? What I'm going to show you today, I'm literally showing you my way of life. So if you don't practice these things, you may not be as successful as you're supposed to be in the, in the calendar of God for your life. First John chapter 5 verse 4. And the Bible reads, and I'm going to read from the NKJV. It says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and this is a victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. This is a victory that overcomes this world. Our faith. Someone say my faith. My faith. So I'm teaching you what I'm calling the way of faith. Our way of faith. Hmm? Our way of faith. It's not, it shouldn't be a once of thing. Once you pick up Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you pick up the way of faith. Mm. You pick it up for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, human beings who are ungodly will, will mistreat you, they will abuse you. Demons will abuse you. Powers will abuse you. Little kids in the road who don't like you because they're not believers will abuse you. And you just be asking God to come fight your battles which is what many Christians of nowadays like. They, every song that talks about God fighting their battles, oh, fight my battles, fight my battles. I won't sing them because you've not, you, you think I'm attacking them. You know them, the songs, for God always fighting your battles. <laughs> but if you're going to pick up the way of faith, you are going to fight your battles. <laughs> <laughs> Fight your battles where? He already did on the cross. You you have to know what the present truth is. You cannot keep picking Old Testament principles in the way that they were expressed before Jesus Christ died and think they work for you. You have to know what's the present truth for you. Oh, fight my battles, fight my battles. I wanted to say you are just lazy, but I'm not saying. <laughs> hey! Somebody say, hey! Hey! If you are getting touched, you are in the right broadcast. Amen. It's a sign. It's a signal. <laughs> Sometimes that's how you know God is talking to you. When you are getting touched, Otherwise, if you're just feeling, oh, no, I'm The Amplified Version says, whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is a victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. I'm going to read this from the, you know, when you read from the KJV and the NKJV, it states, it states to you the truth. But when you read from the Living Bible, it gives you the current affairs. Mm. There's a difference between truth and current affairs. Let me give you an example. 
the minimum wage may say everybody that is working uh let's say as a, as a shopkeeper should be getting 4500 kwacha per month but that is the truth but current affairs says no uh we didn't we, we don't have a lot of money to be paying you so if you do not accept the catupaid you go look the job for a job at the neck at the neighbors you go for the neighbors they don't have the job so instead of the catupaid you have to accept the 25 you know what i'm saying yes. so there's a difference between truth and current affairs and sometimes in order to go to truth you have to understand the current affairs yeah. so the living bible sort of gives you the current affairs where it says every child of god can defeat the world remember the kjb is telling us everyone born of god overcomes the world but then the living bible is giving you the current affairs when it says every child of god can defeat the world that's true The KJV is saying the truth but the living bible is also saying the truth. Let me explain. So when the when the bible says everybody that is born of God that is the KJV overcomes the world. It's telling you what is the truth. Which is true. But because when we look around not every child of God is overcoming the world. They are being defeated. So we describe it by the state of affairs we say they can Are they doing it some? Some are not. But what we are saying is they can. So it says every child of God can defeat the world and our faith is what gives us this victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody who defeated the system of the world, the things of the world, the the powers of the world walked by faith. Remember, you are not every other person, you are not your friend. You are not your body from the world. You are not them. So if you want to put the if you want to fold it before you this is the way. This is the power that makes the world bow to us. It's called faith. Please 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 please. It's called faith. This is the power that makes the world bow. It doesn't change. Hallelujah. The Bible says, you know the word the word overcome means to subdue. It says this is a victory that subdues. It means to overwhelm. If you have been overwhelmed by some overwhelmed by someone. And I can tell you sometimes shepherd overwhelms me. My own son. I want to sleep then he's awake. He wants to sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> and he would just be <laughs> Can you stop making noise I'll beat you you can't because you'll cry more <laughs> So until he himself in his own power <laughs> by his own personal will decides to sleep you are overwhelmed Sometimes you try to lift him if you feel him he's still crying He's overwhelmed me. <laughs> And the victory which overwhelms me is crying is knowing I want to sleep but he can't. But in the same way the faith the Bible tells us this is a victory that overwhelms. There's something about us that overwhelms the world. It subdues the world. It brings the world to a place where first they were saying you are too loud 
Now they are saying, you're all over the place, you're too young. Now they say, ah, we celebrate you. Yeah. We celebrate you. They are tired. They are seeing you. You just keep going from level to level, yeah. from yes. glory to glory. Yeah. There's something about you that brings them to a place where they say, we, we, we celebrate you. Yeah. 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 We celebrate you. They start calling you for, me, for meetings now. You've been running a ministry and it's so successful. What's your secret? Yeah. And you tell them, faith. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them what they don't want to hear. <laughs> Kind of celebrated you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So your faith is that important. No one put down the system of the world without faith. And I told you, Jesus Christ said something. He said in John 16, I have told you these things so that only in me will you have perfect peace and confidence. Yeah. Then he says, in the world you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. Yeah. But be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. Someone say, we are not shaken. We are not shaken. No, we are not. For I have overwhelmed the world. It says, I have overcome the world. I have defeated the world. I have brought the world to its knees. I have folded the world before me. <laughs> hey! Then he says further in the Amplified version, he says, I have deprived it of power to harm you. Mm. The world is confused. The Bible says the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness is overwhelmed. It can't understand. By what laws and rules? By what power? Someone say light. 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 Hallelujah. I'm seeing an army of people that are overwhelming the world. Yes. And we have been shown the way. Please, 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 you walk by faith. If you don't walk by faith, the world will overwhelm you. Jesus Christ is telling you, this is what you will find in the world. Pain, trials, tribulation. If you don't do this, Jesus Christ says, but take heart for I've overwhelmed the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. Say, I cannot be harmed. I cannot Come be on, harmed. say, I cannot be harmed. I cannot be harmed. And Jesus Christ showed us how. I'm going to show you how. What, by what power did Jesus Christ, because look, at this point, at this point, Jesus had not yet ascended into heaven. He had not yet ascended into glory. He did not have a resurrected body. But he was telling them, I have overwhelmed the world. He was basically telling them, observe my life. Mm. There are certain things that the Lord Jesus Christ did that we can look at and learn how to overwhelm the world, how to yes. fold the world before us, how to bring the world down into subjugation. He showed us. Let's look at some of the things. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. Glory to God. The next day as he left Bethany, Mark 11 verse 12. The next day as he left Bethany, Jesus was feeling hungry. He noticed a leafy fig tree in the distance. So he walked over to see if there was any fruit on it. But there was none. Only leaves. For it wasn't yet season for bearing figs. Are you seeing that? The world has... Listen, when we talk about the world, the world has got dimensions. There's the world which is natural, which is normal. We're talking about seasons for trees, okay? We're talking about um, um, we're talking about weathers and climates. All that is part of the world. We're talking about lakes and rivers. That's called the cosmos. 
but there's also the word aeon, meaning the age and the powers within that system. So we're talking about the world of uh, uh, President Lungu, the world of uh, President Kaunda. The so it's, diff it's the world described by ages and men or systems and powers. But the Bible just tells us, when you look at the spirit of the gospel, it says, I have overcome the world, meaning the entirety of it. With all its layers and strata, the world of men, the world of demons, the world, the world of systems, the world of things, of lakes and rivers. Jesus Christ showed us in his life that he overwhelmed the world, the entirety of the world, the whole, the whole manifold world. He overwhelmed it. And whether he was dealing with demons, whether he was dealing with humans, whether he was dealing with weather and systems and water, he used the same principle. It doesn't change in every system. It's the principle of faith. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So you, listen, your faith will not just work when you're casting out demons. Your faith will not just work when you're worshiping. Your faith will work in your workplace. It will work when you enter that workplace. Your faith will work. Your faith will work as you are dealing with your friends. Every time I'm about to go to, to you know, when I, when, when I just began, when I, when I picked up a, a job, I began to say, I create a demand for my wisdom. And I will teach you how to do that. I create a demand for... Why does the Bible call you the sort of the world? You have to create a demand for what's on you. You shift the atmosphere. Suddenly everybody has got a question on something that bothers them. That's spiritual. From, from, from nowhere. You know what salt does? It makes thirsty. You see the kind of the kind of gift that was on Joseph caused him to have power to change things around him. <laughs> I'll talk to you about that later. There was a gift on Joseph. Somehow, everywhere Joseph was, there were dreams. Somehow. And then God, God deprived himself of that dimension to interpret them, except him. So if someone has to go to God, God will say, I don't have the answer, ask Joseph. Wow. Just so that Joseph, God could lift Joseph up. God would give a, a dream to, that, to, to a king, tell him this is what is going to happen, this is what is going to happen. Then when they pray to the king, to God, God is not telling him anything. But he gave the dream. But he hid the dimension of interpretation in a man called Daniel. Just so that this man can be lifted. God has got a way of promoting you. Mm -hmm. He will hide certain levels only in you. That's why people say, oh, it's not about this man. You're worshipping the man. Someone said, someone said, hey, you can't judge. You're not deputy Jesus. Who told you we are not deputy Jesus? Mm. You are the one who is judging. Because where did you read that we are not deputy Jesus? Mm -hmm. How do you know we are not deputy Jesus? Mm -hmm. Haven't you read that we we'll judge angels? Mm -hmm. Second Corinthians 6. Haven't you read the Bible says we we'll judge angels? Doesn't that deputize us? <laughs> no, if I'm going to judge angels, doesn't that make me deputy Jesus? Mm -hmm. some, people, some people glory in sarcasm. Wow. This is a victory that overcomes the world. Are you, are you ready for this? 
deeper dimensions children of God. Let me show you something. Mark chapter 11 verse 13. I'll get back to uh, creating a demand for your gift and your presence. I'll show you how you can do it. I've, I've been doing this from 2011. When I'm in a place, I create a demand for my gift. I don't even tell people. I just shift the atmosphere by my word. I said I've been doing this from 2011. Someone said power. Power. Do you believe that when you speak a word, do you actually, are you convinced that there's power in the word of mouth? You, you Christian, are you convinced? Mm. Are you actually convicted that when I speak a word, I'll begin seeing results of the things I've spoken. Do you, do you even believe yourself? <laughs> okay, let's go. That's food for thought. He noticed, verse 13, he noticed a leafy fig tree in the distance. So he walked over to see if there was any fruit on it, but there was none. Only leaves. For it wasn't yet the season for bearing figs. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. Jesus spoke. Who does that? Number one, if you are going to overwhelm the world, you can't be like the world. You have to act a bit abnormal. You think this is normal? A man sees a, leaf, a, fig, a, a leafy tree, which is a fig tree. It looks green and healthy. He goes to eat. I'm sure John was following behind him. The disciples wait for us because he was hungry. He runs to eat. Then the Bible says, Jesus spoke to the fig tree. Imagine you have a friend who is speaking to you. Either they are crazy or they know something you don't know. <laughs> Either they are crazy or they know something you don't know. Mm -hmm. when, I, when, when we went to my, my house, the first time we went there, the testimony I got is nothing grows here. Mm -hmm. And we saw the guy who was staying there had tried to grow some cinder. There was just like two three lean, dry cinders, <laughs> <laughs> my lines like this. It was dry everywhere. And you can see that the brother tried. <laughs> <laughs> the soil was as, as, as red as, as the one in Bala. And for some time I kept quiet, but every time I would enter that house, I would see in my head, and this is not a vision from God, I would imagine there are flowers and they are blossoming. Every time I would enter, I would see flowers, rose flowers. And I would see Simba this side, and I began thinking, some shepherd should come in this world and find a dry house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you enter in like this. I said, No. I began to speak to that ground. Mm -hmm. I said, You are going to grow. Mm -hmm. We are going to put Simba, and when I enter here, I'll put rose flowers this side and this side. I began to command it. I went to buy. It's been months after months after months. We've constantly had Simba. We've constantly had rose flowers. It's beautiful. You should visit one of these days. It's beautiful. But, but I had to speak to the, to the ground. Huh? I noticed when I was looking at this scripture that the ground has ears. Mm. Mm. You just never saw them. Mm. That doesn't mean they are not there.
That doesn't mean they are not there. Someone said, oh, but why are you putting manure there? If we raise someone from the dead, then they cannot eat anymore. They have supernatural life. There's a difference between taking care of something <laughs> and being careless about it. Which grass have you ever grown without putting manure? Proper rearing. Look at this. He noticed a leafy fig tree in the distance, so he walked over to see if there was any fruit on it. But there was none. Only leaves, for it wasn't the season. Jesus even knew that it was not a season. Hmm. But look, you are Jesus. If you are Jesus, then trees shouldn't tell you it's not season. Mm -hmm. You in your mind, things should be ready in season and out of season. Mm -hmm. Doesn't didn't this tree know that you are Jesus? Mm -hmm. Doesn't this tree know that you are from the realm of the spirit? In other words, when Jesus is there, you have to create a season when you're out of season. Mm -hmm. With this ability of faith, you create things out of season and make the season appear. Ask Mary. Jesus Christ said, it's not yet my season. Someone may be thinking it's just Jesus. Jesus said, it's not yet my season to do this thing. Mary just said, do whatever he tells you. Yeah. And Jesus Christ manifested before his season. Faith! Jesus spoke to the fig tree saying, no one will ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him. Are you seeing the hearing part? Mm -hmm. That was not a mistake. I'll show you that with this spirit of faith, something must come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. The Bible says the disciples heard him. It wasn't just wishful thinking at, eh. <laughs> I wish no one would ever eat from you again because I'm so touched. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like, ah, it's my one. Maybe I shouldn't say it because if people hear me, they'll be like, mm. if it doesn't happen, <laughs> be wild. <laughs> no, the disciples heard him. You can't say, no, I pray from my, in my heart. We need to hear you pray, bro. Mm -hmm. We need to be hearing you in your house. Yeah. We take over this industry by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because faith speaks. Mm -hmm. Even even in this meeting, don't just be there on your phone looking. When when a word enters your spirit, you say That's how works. Faith works. This is the reason why some Christians struggle and some make it. They are too heavy to make confessions. Mm -hmm. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So it happened. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Other versions say, have the God kind of faith. Mm -hmm. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, whoever says. That means there is a speaking part of faith. There is a speaking part of faith. Mm -hmm. Don't just wish it. Speak it. And like I told you, are you convinced of the things you are saying that you are going to see them? This is how faith works. It's our way of faith. So we are not just being braggadocious or being religious. We don't do it religiously. We are doing it in obedience to the word of God. When we speak the speech of faith, we are doing it according to the word of God. Because words are a currency in our kingdom. 
We are looking for when an angel came to Cornelius, he said, Your words, your prayers, and your givings have come up as a memorial. The prayers were part of it. That means there was a lot of prayer that went up to heaven. There was a lot of confessions that went up to heaven. Hallelujah. Can you show me your bank account of words? Mm. Or there's just wishful thinking. Mm. Mm. I want to show you another account. So Jesus Christ here began to teach on faith, but I'll show you another account. In 23, the Bible says, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says shall be done, he will have whatever he says. Are you seeing the number of says there? The belief is once, but the sayings keep coming. It matters what you say. This is, listen, this is how we got here. This is how we got wherever we are. This is how we got here. This is how we got here. Luke chapter 4, verse 38. The Bible says, after leaving the meeting, that's I'm, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. After leaving the meeting that day, Jesus went into Simon's house, where Simon's mother-in-law was sick with a high fever. Mm. The disciples begged Jesus to help her. Now imagine this is a man that you are, you are with. Then the Bible says, he stood over her and rebuked the fever. Mm. Imagine having a friend. You are telling him, ah, I've got a relative this side. Then he says, let's go. Oh, that's good. We're going to see someone. Then when he reaches there, say, what's the problem? At its tonsils. Then he stands over the tonsils and says, tonsils, I rebuke you. Get out. Imagine in the hospital, everybody's watching. Mm -hmm. Either he is cuckoo, mm -hmm. or he knows something you don't know. Mm -hmm. Someone say, I know something. Let me hear you say, I know something. I know something. Say, I know something. I know something. Hey, in other words, fevers have got air, have got ears. You've just never seen them. Headaches have got ears. You've just never seen them. The moment you know that these things have got ears, you talk to them. And if Jesus Christ rebukes them, they are, then they are in the same class. Dogs. Let me explain. When, they, when there's a dog, you should just shine your corridor. It's red. <laughs> it's in October. It's even shiny at the veranda. Then canonimo. <laughs> That's a dog. Wow. It means unless it's them. I don't know why you named the dog like that. Canonimo <laughs> has got rotten ears. They've been eaten. Because he doesn't listen. <laughs> and he's from playing in the mud. And he's your dog, because you don't take care of him. <laughs> Then he sits there, you're expecting visitors. <laughs> then you're at the window. How do you talk to him? Oh. Can anyone leave? <laughs> Even you, Chicano, go. <laughs> <laughs> go. And then I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> you said, get you. <laughs> Your, your words are even failing you. You're looking for something. The dog just looks at the passion in your body. He runs with his 
leg, then his tail in between his legs. Out of fear and trembling. Because of your reaction. I'm feeling a headache. I'm feeling a headache. Slight headache. Ah, get out! Get out! In the name of Jesus. Heal! Shakapa, Cannot be permitted to be here. Jesus, no. Get out. Get out. Out! Not that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to breathe. Taking a few deep breaths. I'm showing you how. The, look at this. The Bible says just rebuked. Sternly. That means he spoke to it harshly. Three months later, you're not having the money you expect to have. You're just saying, ah, night cover. Things about ears. These are principles I've tested yeah. in my personal life. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you're going on your grandmother, you're cooking, then she might jump on you. Mario! <laughs> <laughs> Then your mother will come to what? <laughs> you make the word of God of none effect by your unbelief, by your traditions. Look at that. The Bible says, and this is this is Luke. Luke was a doctor. I can imagine he was probably surprised. The Bible says, after uh, 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 Jesus stood over and rebuked the fever, and she was healed. Now, another version says, and the fever left. Mm. That means it hurt him. Hey! That means the fever had him. The Bible says he rebuked it. Luke was there. He saw the fever leave. That means if a fest was red, it became normal. If a temperature was high, immediately he began to see the temperatures he held her began to reduce and became normal. If a fest was crinkled, suddenly it became proper. The fever left. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it will be said of some of you, when you rebuke the rush, it mm. left. Amen. Suddenly the person started saying, I can't feel the itchiness anymore. Amen. Suddenly the skin looks less red than it was looking. Yeah. Hey, those people like saying, but it's different. You want the exercise to be exactly like the example. You, have, you, you may not do the same miracles that Jesus Christ did, but the principle is the same. Yes. The spirit of faith. The power and force of faith. This is the world. The world brings sickness. If you want to bend the world, this is the way out. Otherwise, the world will overwhelm you with sickness and the people around you. Hallelujah. It's been two weeks. This, this flu is not going. I've tried on the medication. <laughs> And sometimes the you know, there's not there's nothing wrong with medication. But sometimes it's how people rush to the first thing is that I'm having a slight headache. Ooh, sit down. <laughs> like it's done. Why? <laughs> Why not first speak to it? <laughs> Medicine is God's wisdom. To help us as we figure out our faith. But if your faith can be manifested first, go for it. Because that's where God wants you to dwell. Mm -hmm. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He rebuked the fever. The Bible says, and she was healed. And she got up and began to prepare to drink the Mecca meal. That's so instant. Hallelujah. That's what the prayer of faith does. And, and, and you know, when we talk about faith, it's different from laying all of hands. You know, with the laying all of hands, we transfer power from us into the person. Mm -hmm. But with faith, wherever the power is going to come from, God knows where to take power from. You will not always do with people to lay hands on them. Yes. And you know, in this in this phase, people have been challenging us. No. Yeah, you believers, go out and lay hands on people with coronavirus. Who not? And then some of you just don't know. Do you know how many people with coronavirus are, we have laid hands on? Mm -hmm. You think these meetings we are having, people don't cancel them? <laughs> I can't just imagine coming to church thinking I'm here to get sick. How? I even go to church. It's a super spreader. You are lying. <laughs> and let me just tell you my personal opinion. I'm not going to have that vaccine into my body myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have an experiment. You go and read. I'm telling you things that are even on the internet. They're everywhere. Read the Dr. Fauci emails, the things that the people, the people you trusted in so much, they've been exposed. But you are free to do what feels right for your body. Ah, praise God. Hallelujah. Faith is used for different things. But at the end of the day, when you observed anybody who used their faith, they used it to overwhelm the world and to come out victorious. Mm. I want us to study Hebrews chapter 11. And then we'll close. It's interesting because people have been telling me, people have been advising me, no, don't do this, do that. Everyone who's been advising me was either sick. I'm not looking down on anybody more. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, people can advise you out of fear, like, Mm. They are saying because they are afraid. Like, yeah. They say, I do this, man. Like, they are advising you because they are afraid. Not out of love. Somebody called me shivering. Ah, oh, you have to be careful. This thing is weird. It's staying in the cold. You know, uh, protect yourself, man. I know you're out there. No, the person was always taking care of themselves. They're telling me. Ah, this thing is real. But they don't know that my faith is also real. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this. Listen, 
either we believe this gospel or we don't. Mm-hmm. There's a reason I'm telling you this thing. <clears throat> now, don't worry, even if they told you, you if, if, I'm telling you this is important, even if you ever test a positive, even if they are positive as I'm telling you this, this, this word is for you. Mm-hmm. I'll show you why, and I'll show you how. Now, faith is a substance of things mm-hmm. hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. It says, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Hallelujah. The The Bible says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By faith we understand. Meaning, without faith, you can't believe that God is the one who created this world. It takes faith to understand and believe and know that this world was framed by the word of God. Now, every believer has got this level of faith. There are many believers who've read the Big Bang and evolution theories, but they still have an understanding that this world was framed by the word of God. Why? It is faith which brings them to that understanding. There are a lot of things that you're not going to understand in the realm of the spirit without faith. So that's a dimension of faith. You need faith to understand the workings and creations of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. Wow. God testifying of his gift. God is the one who gave a testimony of the gift. You can imagine God testifying in heaven. I've got a testimony. I received a gift. Hell, what kind of faith were you using? So when he was doing it, he was doing it in conformity to the word of God. You know, because faith means adhering to the word of God. You are responding in your spirit, your words and actions to the word of God with accuracy, without waiting, without doing it at your own time. Because the Bible says, in the fullness of time, when it came, Abel took of the best and the fat of his sheep. And then Cain said, ah, it's just an offering. God understands. He took it a hundred quarter and threw it there. You know what I'm saying? There's some people like that who just say, ah, There was no heart. There was no obedience. It was just a gift. The Bible says Ken took some of his grasses and everything he did, some of his fruits, and then he put them on the altar. There was no reverence. I'm sure he was looking, he was looking at, at everyone. He was like, ah. as he's putting his vegetables there, this guy, this boy over does things. He doesn't know God accepts. It's about giving something. Mm-hmm. So he was just putting things there. But then he saw one day how that God just doesn't look at the gift. He looks at the heart. He looks mm-hmm. at the quantity. And he saw that his gift was not accepted. But his brother's gift was accepted. He was touched. He was moved. He hated. And that's what happens. When other believers start prospering, you don't know what they did. Mm. So you start saying, God, that's the one in Ghana. Let's say, I'm Shachinani, Mutimova for the land. Shachinani is a Hebrew word for partiality. You start thinking, oh, but you don't know how they give, you don't know the heart with which they serve. So when they start receiving, I know there are some of you, you have served God for some time. Don't worry. I sense there's going to be a release. Amen. There's something that, that happened. I don't know if you're watching. But there's someone, it's like you ate something. 
I keep feeling that person in my spirit. He ate something and um, it feels like your stomach, but this is from something you ate. It feels like your stomach has been in, in trouble. I decree and declare be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God testifying of his gift and through it, he being dead still speaks. <laughs> By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. This man's faith did not allow him to die. The Bible doesn't say because he was deep. And I've read about Enoch. <laughs> he was deep. I've read about him. In detail. But it's not his death that took him to heaven. It's this thing called faith. So don't look down on someone's faith. You see, faith is in dimensions. Sometimes you find someone's faith will allow you to do something. But your faith, so your faith is manifold. It's in many areas. And whatever you allow your faith to grow into is what manifests because of that faith. Wow. I'll show you that some people who believe God can save them from death to life, but they don't believe God can kill you. They are headache. They have to run to panel. <laughs> but it's the same people who, when someone says, Fight, be healed, they say you are not being real. Sometimes just be wise. God says, do not judge another man's servant. Let me tell you one time what happened. We were in church after the second wave. And we're having this powerful meeting. We're, we're, we're doing, uh, we're, 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 you know, we're, we're dancing, we're having praise and worship. Everybody was in their masks. I wasn't. <laughs> um, well, simply because, num number one reason for me is because the mask suffocates me. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, so somebody started a song and you just know Patricia. There's no controlling her when she's doing praise. <laughs> Sister Patricia. <laughs> then she started the song. Those songs for Zamiwa Hit your neighbor. I was about to stop her because we can't do that. Then the Holy Spirit told me, Stop! <clears throat> Do not force your so-called wisdom or fear on someone's faith. Mm. A lot of times when people tell you, be wise, they are just afraid. That's the truth. Yeah. You know, fear is a wisdom. Mm. When you read the Bible, in the book of James chapter 3, verse 15, the Bible says, beginning from 12 going down, it says, if you are filled with envy and you are bitter, it says, do not boast in this wisdom. For such wisdom is not from above. It is earthly, it is sensual, and it is demonic. So there are dimensions of the wisdom of the princes of this world, and fear is part of it. So when someone says, just be wise, yes, they mean it. But the question is, where is the wisdom coming from? Wow. Where is the wisdom coming from? Be real, be real. What, who told you that the reality of things you touch is more real than the reality of the things you do not touch? Mm. How did you come to that conclusion that the real thing is the thing that we can touch? Mm. Haven't you read? The Bible says, by faith we understand that the worlds were affirmed and fashioned by the word of God mm. so that the things which are mm. were made of the things which are not. Mm. In other words, the things which are seen mm. were born, were hewn, mm. were taken out of things you cannot see. Yeah. If the things that you can see were actually created by the things which you do not see, what, mm. what things are realer? Mm. Mm. Who is bigger between what is produced and the producer? Mm. 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 Mm.
Someone say, I'm following you. I'm following you. If God said, let there be light and light was, how dare you say light is realer than the word God used? No. If God said, let there be a tree and the tree began to manifest and you can touch it. And then you are saying, it's realer than the word which created it. (laughs) (laughs) Your words are more real than what they produce. Are you convinced of the things I'm telling you? Yes. Have you come to a place where you are convinced? Mm-hmm. You need to. It's important. By faith, Enoch was taken away. That he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. Hallelujah. Praise it God. takes faith. It takes faith. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear. Do you know how long it took Noah to build that ark? Tens and tens and tens of years. I'm not too sure. Was it? Hundred and something years. It took Noah to took it took Noah about a hundred and something years or somewhere there about to build that ark. Do you know how much faith it took? That means faith does not say, it's not here, I don't breathe anymore. Faith keeps going. It's a stubborn force which sees consistently, beholds what everyone else is not seeing. Can you behold something that everyone is not seeing? You need to interact with some of the, you know as I'm talking to you right now, let me tell you what you're not seeing. I'm seeing a huge beauty. I'm actually preaching in our church venue. And there are hundreds of people listening to the church board. You know, this is why I'm preaching with this passion. From the time I began preaching, in my mind, I'm so convinced of our building. I can see it. I can touch it. I am seeing the chairs. I'm seeing the cameras. There are all these people. So, you, you, I'm here. But I'm some months and years into the future. And I'm standing before a great crowd of people and I'm preaching the gospel and people are growing and miracles are I'm here but I'm not here this is why you can't be walk by faith and be understood I'm some time ahead hey this is what makes you 20 years ahead of your friends this It makes you 15 years ahead of your friends. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Someone say, I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. You're walking, but you're interacting with wealth. And you know that conviction becomes so real. Because the more you consistently confess something, it begins forming. The way they tell you, the more you tell a lie, it becomes real to you. Mm. But more greater is the truth. Mm. The more you confess the truth, yes. it forms mm. a reality around you. Mm. It defines your actions. Yep. It determines what you say. Mm-hmm. Because you are seeing it, you are interacting with something that someone cannot see. Mm-hmm. You can't operate by faith and ignore. No sis. <sighs> I want us to read some more people. Some more people who exercise their faith. Enoch was taken by faith. Not everyone will die. Amen. 
By faith, no, I've been divinely warned of the things not yet seen. Move with godly fear. You know, it's faith that makes us move with godly fear. We've never seen judgment. We hear about it. We've never seen the second coming. Why do we work fast, winning souls everywhere? We're under pressure. It's faith. We see what everybody's not yet seeing. Prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according by faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance and went out not knowing where he was going. The Bible tells us here he never knew where he was going. It takes faith. You can't be normal. It takes faith as a 75-year-old man to have a family with your, with your a family meeting with, your, with the rest of your clan and tell them, uh, God spoke to me. You've never had a child. You are stressed about it. Some God who nobody knows speaks to you. And then you sit everyone down. I'm leaving this place. You are 75 years old. Where are you going? I don't know. Who spoke to you? He said you're Jehovah Jireh. Who are you living with my wife? Okay, we advise you talk to a psychiatrist. You're probably stressed. It's been a lot of years from the time you married. You don't have a child. He took faith to step out because God ended by saying, go to a place I'll show you. In other words, you don't know where God is going to take you. That's why we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. Because if you are seeing everything around you, you can't follow God. Though. You won't manage. You won't manage. You, you know, you can't see with the eyes of your flesh and follow God. The Bible even says, when God had delivered them from the hand of Pharaoh, Exodus 13, 17, he did not take them through the way of the Philistines, though that was near. The Bible says, for he thought to himself, lest they see, lest they see. They were walking by faith, by sight. It says, let they see war and go back to Egypt. So when they see war, the moment they see war, they see defeat. That was their training. Because of the amount of pain they had experienced. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen people or girls who've experienced a lot of pain and abuse growing up? The moment their boyfriend says, you can't do that, babe. They overreact because it reminds them of that guardian. So this poor boy now has to suffer for someone's upbringing. Do you need counseling, sis? Oh, yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'll be troublesome for your husband. He'll never enjoy his marriage. Every time he tries to correct you, ah! it's not even demonic. It's now it's just a mindset. The demons have gone to other people. You've given them. <laughs> You're just rude. Your experiences have defined your character. The Bible says, after Joseph died, another Pharaoh came who knew neither Joseph nor the children of Israel. And when he noticed that they were multiplying, he said to himself, come, let us afflict them. Because they may multiply and turn their backs against us. So he said, taskmasters over them who afflicted them. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied. Hallelujah. Yes. 
before we get to the multiplication part, they afflicted them. <laughs> they afflicted them so much that it gave them a mindset that they are always going to be defeated. This is where they belong. So every time they would see war, they would say, why have you brought us here to die? Because a lot of them were killed. This is why if God was, listen, if God is going to raise a leader, he's not always going to just raise somebody who's experienced. He will raise someone he can train. Moses did not have to be a slave. Because if God was going to call a slave, we lead other slaves. He's going to be a slave, a slave trick. And God was going to be frustrated. So he called someone who was never a slave to lead them. So this thing for experience, can you stop it? You don't always need experience to give this use a job. Okay, no, that's a topic for another <laughs> Some of these people you are bringing into the industries with experience, they've been scarred. So they bring their scars with their little experience. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. By faith, verse 11, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged in faith for what promised. It was by faith that Sarah was able to have a child. Not just the faith of Abraham, her own faith. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise the, Lord. the Bible says these all died in faith. If you are going to die, you should still die in faith. Because all these died in faith. Your conviction of God must never be shaken. Even if you are going to die, if you decide, okay, you say, Tzav. don't die in doubt. You'll find yourself in a place you don't want to go. I remember a man of God says, I'm not going to die. And even if I die, I don't believe I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to die. Because if I want, when I want my death, then... And suddenly an angel tells me, we got to go. I'll wake up and say, oh yeah, I'm still, I'm doing fine. And then I see my body, I say, oh, I died? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even if you're going to die, you die in faith. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims of the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly. They declare plainly. That means faith speaks. Hallelujah. Amen. By faith, verse 17, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called. Concluding, I like this. If God told me that through this boy, if God told me that through this job I'm going to be presented, why is he telling me to give my all entire salary? You think God does not have regard to what you're going through? But his word is his word. Concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. 
from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Are you seeing that? That means when God spoke to him that through this son you are going to have, I will bless the whole world. And then God again said that you sacrifice him and kill him before the altar. It means these were the thoughts that were going in Abraham's head. Oh, he was such a man of faith. Abraham began thinking, okay, look, he was calculating. Don't calculate in the flesh. Abraham was not calculating in the flesh. He was calculating in the spirit. He started putting the word of God together. Then he said, okay, God spoke to me and he said, through this, this man, Isaac, through this son I'm going to have, the whole world is going to be blessed. But then God again said, I should give him as a sacrifice and kill him before the altar. Okay, so how is God going to reconcile the two? Then Abraham thought to himself, that means when I kill him, God is going to raise him from the dead. Just so that he can fulfill his word, because God's word does not return to him void. So what God is going to do is when I kill him, God is going to raise him up from the dead so that he can fulfill the word that he said. And when he came to this conclusion, because the Bible says, and, and Abraham concluded. What is your conclusion? Mm. Some, sometimes, you know, people's conclusion is, if I give my first fruit, I will be broke. <laughs> That's your conclusion. So even when you do it, you do it in the flesh. You've not concluded in the spirit. Your expectations are weak. Mm. I, I conclude in the spirit. When I do this, I'm, I'm expecting this is how it's going to work. <laughs> because the word of God never lies. If God said this, but tells me to give this, then he's going to find the way of me having the same thing again. The word of God works itself. You can't be wiser. Say, ah, some people are more lack conscious that the distance between me and poverty is this 50 quarter. So when I give it, like that woman, she needed to be encouraged. When the man of God told her, can you bring your flour and your oil so that I eat? She said, oh, I knew it. <laughs> and she knew it because the Bible says God spoke to, 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 to the prophet and told him, I have commanded the widow. So the widow had God, but she was hoping that when she meets the man of God, he may be humble enough and more considerate enough to say, I know you have a child, so I'm understanding. Please, you can eat. I know God spoke to you, but between you and I. <laughs> so she was there picking sticks, hoping the man of God, and she saw the way she saw him in the vision with a body, he came. <laughs> and she was hoping. When she passes this side and passes the other side, he will not see. Then he said, <clears throat> yeah, she's finished. <laughs> Woman, I'm asking for water. She was like, yes, he just wants water. And then as she was going, he said, with a cup bread. <laughs> then she said, ah, the flower I have is the last one. When I give you, it means my son and I will die. She needed to be encouraged. She, the man of God had to say, just trust me. When you give me, you never lack again. Aww. You will not always need encouragement. Some of us will not encourage you. We just tell you, give. <laughs> <laughs> the prophet was even more understanding. <laughs> Hallelujah. And some of you have to learn to give huge amounts. You know why? Because there's nothing representing your heart in the kingdom of heaven. In the temple in heaven. There's not, when they look at your account, there's nothing big. This is why your service is important. Your giving is important. Not just giving. Serve God. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone say, I will serve God. So you conclude. Someone say, the, the distance between me and poverty is 50 quarter. Why aren't you saying the, the distance between me and, 
and 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 riches is fifty quarter when I give it, God will multiply because His word says, "Give and it shall be given back to you." Good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, uh, shall men. So what you are thinking? You are thinking in the flesh when you saw you are like, ah. Everything that God asks you to give is for your own benefit. You think God is going to take your command and say, ah, let me buy a kawat, this side kamaks, kunam, kawamuru, nasap, temwe, on debt, and debt, and debt. Then God gets your 50 quarter to buy heaven in Mark school. God is perfect. You cannot improve on perfect. What would you give God so that he's impressed? Everything that God asks for, for from us, he wants to see your heart. And nothing expresses your heart better than your words. Nothing expresses your heart better than your money. Nothing expresses your heart better than your actions in honor of God. I was telling a young man yesterday, the reason why you are going through all this is because God wants to see your heart. The reason why you don't have all this money and you lost all this money. And yeah, this one I told him. God wants to promote you. He wants to see your heart. If in the little you can still give. If you can just be getting paid that 5000 and you can still take care of your family. And not, not, not be depressed. You can just have enough to get on a bus and go for work and be happy. And your heart is comfortable. And in the little, you can still think about what we can do with this money for God or how I can serve God. God is looking at your heart. He's looking for your heart. The Bible says, God, he weighs the motives of men. He weighs, he looks at your motives. He's looking for something greater than wealth. He's looking for the state of your heart. Before he entrusts you with treasures in the realm of the spirit, he wants to look at your heart. By faith, he concluded. Your conclusions must be by faith. Amen. Conclude through the word of God. No, don't judge the distance, the distance between you and poverty is a 20 quarter. What if it's the distance between you and your wealth? Why not look at it like that instead? No, Kai, when I give this one, Kalamasataba. You know things, I'm excited to give my tithe. I'm excited to give my first faith. I'm excited to preach the word of God because I know it's an eternal investment. And I'm being genuine with you. I get excited to do these things. I look forward. So I plan. One way to show that you are happy to do it, you plan. Not at mm. Guys, let me preach. We are online. Let me go to say what? Oh, yeah. Let me preach this thing. After all, we are not meeting with Ezekiel. Someone say, Preach. Preach. If you are tired, preach. Go. Just know that you are on your own. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, even when he was dying, he was dying by faith. Mm-hmm. He made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instruction concerning, instructions concerning his bones. Yeah, he told them to carry his bones out of Egypt because he knew they were going to leave. Ah. Hallelujah. Don't give instructions concerning your bones. <laughs> just come. 
By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child. Can you imagine? They were just moved by the beauty. There was something about this child. Do you ever look at your children like that? Or even other people's children you're living with? Or you just look at my little enemy. Like, Come on, bow. You don't see the gift. That you lack faith. Because faith gives you sight. The Bible says we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. That means we still see things, but not with the sight of If you mean I wear, Rabiki. You just abusing everyone. And they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be coy, the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Maturity in the things of the spirit also takes faith. Mm-hmm. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches, than the treasures of Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea. Are you seeing what they did with the faith? Jericho fell by faith. Mm-hmm. By faith the heart of Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. A prostitute is among the elders because of faith. Mm-hmm. She's referred to and she's in the, in, in the lineage of Jesus. Yeah, a prostitute by faith. What more shall I say? For the time would fail me. No, okay, me, I have some time. <laughs> the tale of Gideon and Barak, and Samson and, and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith, now listen to this word I wanted to get you. I told you, who through faith subdued kingdoms. If you're going to subdue the world around you, that's why John reached this conclusion. He said, this is a victory that overwhelms, that subdues, that overcomes, that brings the world to its knees. Even our faith, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouth of lions, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle by faith, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. By faith, women received their dead back to life again. <laughs> Others by this same faith, the Bible says, were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. That means even in dying, they chose to believe that there's something greater than them, than them living this life just so that they can keep a faith they do not want. Them accepting other gods, they would rather die and obtain a better resurrection than live in this world denying Christ. It took faith. The Bible says, Others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, chains of chains and imprisonment. Mm. They were stoned. They were sewn in, in two. Do you know what that means? Hmm? That means they were cut in between. They were tempted. They were killed with the sword by faith. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskins, mm. being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. 
The world becomes unworthy of men like you who walk by faith. The world becomes unworthy of women like you who walk by faith. The world is unfit to keep you. Because you have subdued it. It doesn't understand you. Even in death, they were laughing. Even in victory, they are still praising God. Even when they were the richest, they still said, hey, we are closing our shops today because we are going for prayer. And when they say, hey, we are supposed to be buying things, you, your shop will not grow. You open it again after one hour, it still has the biggest sales. Why? Because they do not understand men and women who walk by. The world is not worthy. The world is not worthy. Hallelujah. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these have obtained a good testimony through faith. The Bible says, and did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should be made perfect, should not be made perfect apart from us. In other words, even they walked by faith and did these amazing things, mm -hmm. but they could not get into heaven and attain perfection because it was not yet time for that age. Mm -hmm. So they went, some of them went into paradise down on earth to wait together with us. Not even Abraham went to heaven with all the feats of faith. Your faith can be used for many things. It subdues kingdoms. It brings the world under your feet. It was by faith that one man said, I will never ever die. It was by faith that it was going to be said of you. You said you never have this coronavirus and it never touched you. Amen. Yes, it's going to be by faith. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be by mask. Mm -hmm. How many people wear masks and still get sick? Mm -hmm. Some of you are waiting for me to say you're free to wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, your faith. And if we are going to overcome this world, in the systems that you are, some of them are banking systems, mm. some of them are medical systems, some of them are whatever systems you are in, legal systems, mm. some of them are businesses, so whatever you are doing, if you are not going to walk by faith, the world will subdue you. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise I want you to stand and begin speaking in other tongues. Start confessing that you are walking by faith and not by sight.